1: great to be back with you folks we certainly hope this finds you well and in the arms of our lord and savior jesus christ we're beyond honored that you would take this opportunity to tune into us and hang out with us and we have got a surprise for you so we still got kevin say good morning kevin good morning Kevin, you're supposed to say "Good morning, Kevin" to make the joke work. Brother.
2: Good morning, Kevin. Wow, that's
1: better. And with us, so we're always telling you about Zach Knight, and we've been we've been shouting out to him over the years. And so we have Zach Knight with us from St. Mary's, West Virginia. Uh, hello, good morning, Zach Knight. Good morning. How's things going, brother?
3: Oh, it's going. It's really hot today, almost ninety.
1: Yeah, yeah, and he's up in the mountains. And Hey, folks, listen, I want to give you some background on Zach Knight. So Zach Knight's a missionary with Wounded Spirits Ministry. I think if you're a pastor in a church or anything like that, you need to give Zach a call. You need to look him up. He's out there on Facebook. Z-A-C-H is the Zach thing, and and uh, it's not that weird Z-A-X or anything. Knight is spelt like the old uh, basketball coach, K-N-I-G-H-T. So a K in front of the word Knight before people ruined it and made it N-I-T-E. That just messed everything up by me saying, and night you know donuts and night have been messed up in my lifetime (laughs) i don't know you know donuts used to be d-o-u-g-h-n-u-t-s and people mess that up zach so catch us up zach you're living in west virginia you're on deputation tell us what's going on with you
3: yeah we're on deputation we just moved back from uh the i guess it's the midwest Uh, we finally found a house to rent so we're not in the in-laws anymore which is good and bad we miss them and but we're only 10 minutes down the road.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
3: making calls. August is almost all booked up. I have one Glory. open date in August. Mm-hmm. Uh, the end of this month, we'll be down in Greenville.
1: Yeah. Greenville, South Carolina. God's country. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we're thrilled to be having you. Now, brother, uh, just to give folks some background here. So, Zach is a two-time combat veteran in Afghanistan. He was in the Army. He was up at Fort Drum, New York. He's from Connecticut originally. Um, so, Zach, what's, what's the big things that you deal with with your PTSD? What, what are your uh, spots?
3: Um, no, I call them dreams, but the, the psychiatrist or whatever calls them nightmares um, um, at night. I'll dream about combat or being someplace, um, loud bangs, 4th of July just passed. Um, so that was kind of bad.
1: Mm, that trigger. Um, yeah.
3: Yeah. And, uh, pretty much it. I mean, I do suffer from insomnia cause I can't sleep. Um, it used to be really bad disassociation. I used to have these short views. Um, I used to be angry at everyone, but once I gave it over to the Lord, he's, he's helped me tremendously.
2: Give it that's to God, folks. To yeah,
3: yeah. That's what we're trying to do to to help other people. Just yeah, the Christ, and then have have them realize to give Him our burden.
1: Yeah. yeah, give it to Jesus. Remember that song, Kevin? Give it to Jesus, mm. give. I haven't heard mm. that song in a dog's age. You mm. know when dogs live, what, 12 tell years it to or something? Jesus? Is it tell it to Oh, Jesus? see, I don't even know the song <laughs> I'm talking about. I think I'm going to rewrite it, Kevin. I think I'm going to rewrite it as <laughs> tell it to Jesus. You know, I rewrote uh, Send the Light, and I did. I rewrote that and purposely, and when we sang it in our first missions conference at our church in New York, we called it Bring the Light. Bring the gospel light. Let it shine. Yeah, And uh, so everywhere Amen. the word send was, we replaced it with bring. And there's a couple of people out of that church that are bringing it right now Good. around the world. So what we've been doing, Zach, I'm going to let you in on this, all right? So you get to be in the same place as Kevin. We have a fourth-grade riddle of the day. So it's a fourth-grade education level. It stumped Kevin about 80% of the time. So I don't want you to think if you're stumped, there's anything wrong with you. I think it would stump me a hundred percent of the time so that's why i say the riddle to be honest with you but here we go what did daniel so there's 10 seconds i'm going to give you guys to get the answers to this what did daniel from the bible tell his real estate agents all right folks so we're looking at 10 seconds Mm -hmm. now in a few seconds you're going to hear this noise and when you hear that noise, Zach couldn't hear that noise because he's not in on the headphones. And so three, two, anything, Zach? You wanna, you wanna say anything there?
3: I don't want a den in my house.
1: You know what, dude? You are the man. I prefer a house without a den, man. I'm telling you, oh. Zach, you nailed it, folks. We find ourselves today, and and I mean, very good. I'm, I'm telling you what, you know he. He's a, he's a sharp guy. All right, so here we are. We're over here, and we're in John. We're looking at the life of Christ, and you guys know the deal. The more we learn about God, the more we learn about what Christ has done, the more we know about what he can do for us. Before I hop into that, I'm just going to let Zach give a quick camp testimony so you all know September 11th through September 15th, 2023, camp joy wisconsin call mr moore in whitewater wisconsin that camp joy don't call the wrong one it seems like there's two in wisconsin a few years back we had a guy drive to the other side of wisconsin and find out he was in the wrong place and brother zach what's a good reason for people to go to wounded spirits camp
3: well to realize you're not the only one suffering from these traumas Mm. Um, and, and you find great help and and just I find that talking to people about my traumas and stuff really helps me. And you can do that there with no judgment um, because everyone's suffering pretty much from the same things.
1: Wow. And there you go, folks. i tell you, community matters. And uh, just having a community, being able to talk to friends, being able to hang out with people. And and Zach will tell you, you make quick friends. You make fast friends at these places. And you get to traverse through the world and go through what you're going through with other people. So here we are. We're in in John chapter 6. We're continuing to look at the life of Christ. And we're looking at verses 1 through 4 today. After these things, Jesus went over the Sea of Galilee which is the Sea of Tiberias. So that's just another name for it. And a great multitude followed him because they saw his miracles, which he did on them and were, di- and were diseased. And Jesus went up the mountain and there he sat with his disciples and the Passover, a feast of the Jews, was nigh. It was real close by, so we're looking at this stuff, and people show up when real miracles happen. You know, I right. I know these people, and and uh, I'll tell you, I, I I'm actually friends on Facebook, whatever, with these miracle healers, or for some reason they follow me. I, I don't know, but they go out there. Yeah, we're just in India, healed twenty thousand people, and saw so people do this, and so when when. You know, March 15th or 2020, or whenever it was that I was laying in the hospital and uh, I was dealing with COVID, you know, I wrote these couples on Facebook and said, Hey, I am so glad you guys are healers. We need <laughs> you right now in Greenville, South Carolina. I'm laying over here in the emergency room. I've already got 20 hours in. I'm trying to get out. There's people dying. And I'll give you, once you heal me, I'll give you right up to New York City. There's thousands there <laughs> and you guys can put on your healing chops. But You know, folks, I don't believe, I I, I believe God heals people. I don't believe men heal people and, uh, and God is still in the healing business, but I have to tell you what, when there's proof in the pudding, when the guy picked up his mattress yesterday, (laughs) and started running down the street. When the nobleman's son hopped out of bed, grabbed his football and played catch with his brother, things changed. Mm -hmm. Words got around. So, so Zach, here we are. Words got around. People want to hang around with Christ. I mean, what are you thinking? I mean, that's where I want to be. Uh, every <laughs> I mean, every
3: story where Jesus is, something great happened. Yeah, and and, right? and then yeah. yeah, it's just like people can't see it today; they just think it's a coincidence or whatever. But the true believers know that that Christ has something to do with with the miracles. And one thing one thing that just I just thought of was. Uh, Pastor Ryan Marlowe, what a miracle that was. Oh. I mean. Wow. We don't have time to get into the whole story, but. Yeah. 20 minutes, 20 minutes from meeting his Lord and Savior, and Jesus said, nope.
1: Yeah, they're getting ready to push him down the hallway and harvest his organs. And uh, he moves his foot. Folks, if that won't mess you up, I mean, you, you don't have any messing up in you. Kevin, here's this. uh here's this this Lord of ours Jesus our Lord and Savior and he's out there healing people and people are showing up what do you think it's like out there
2: well it was a a mixed bag of people I think because the uh, you know this whole chapter is the people's um you know seeming inability to get past the the the, the visible and he you know mm-hmm. Jesus later on talked about the um you know, you're basically, you're looking for miracles. If you you don't get bread, if you don't get physical things, you're not going to believe. And, and so when I look at this, my first thought is a lot of the people, unfortunately had this kind of conditional faith where they're like, as long as I can see, and as long as I get some bread, the bread, you know, the miracle hasn't quite taken place yet on the bread, but as long as, um, I get the, uh, you know, the, the, the healing, then, then I'm going to believe. And, and so Jesus really spends a long time, it's a long chapter dealing with that. And, and I'm just reminded, Doug that the, and, and, and Zach, that um, I'm, you know, I'm constantly faced, and it, it says, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but a couple of verses after, you know, next, next time, we're going to talk about um, that, you know, that it's a proof God is proving people. So, yeah, we need to just learn to trust them where we can't see them.
1: Hey, folks, hang with us. we got to do what these radio stations have us do.
0: Doug will return shortly. Meanwhile, you're hearing this music while radio stations are identifying themselves and broadcasting advertisements.
1: Folks, thanks for hanging with us. What an opportunity this is. I was thinking, are you weary? Are you heavy hearted? Tell it to Jesus. Tell it to Jesus. Are you grieving over joys departed? And uh, folks, I'm here to tell you, there's some people out there that are grieving. They're hurting. Their lives are upside down. Their world looks hopeless. They're they're running out there, man. They're out there on the Sea of Galilee. There's a, uh, uh, I mean, there's going to be a food problem coming up. There's there's things going <laughs> on there. You know, portal potties are an issue. People are digging holes. Uh, I mean, you got uh, Navy CB somewhere setting up some things. You you got you got uh, the one. One side's where the girls go. One side when the boys go. There's thousands of people there, Zach. I mean, there's yeah. just an old-fashioned revival getting ready to go on. And and uh, Zach, I want to I want to change pace a little bit with you. And I, I, toughest thing, toughest thing coming home when you realize you have PTSD. What was what was the toughest thing for you?
3: Realizing I had PTSD.
1: Yeah, and tell the story, Zach. Some may not remember it. And uh, But tell the story, you go to a store with your family?
3: Oh, yeah. It was, that was after my first deployment. Um, and it, we didn't have any kids yet. Uh, Katie and I, I was turning on my cell phone service because while you're deployed, you can't have cell phones. Right. And um, the store in the mall had a promotion where they were giving kids balloons. And I remember being in a Verizon store and a kid accidentally popped the balloon. And there was a lot of us that... Uh, jump and like try to hide behind something or something because we just got
1: back. Yeah. Mm. So, folks, you can imagine the trigger of a balloon going off. It almost sounds like uh, some kind of grenade or uh, gun being shot next to you. It's just too much, too much yeah. noise. And and there they are, and they're they're jumping and they're hiding and and you know, do the tears flow down your cheeks unbidden? I think there's a lot of people mm. out there, brother, had tears flowing, mm. Kevin. I mean, what are you thinking of these peeps out there?
2: yeah boy to hear Zach's story and then you know to realize that the the disconnect that it's so hard to get over when you get home and then you know everything's going on around you and everyone else is like what's what's his problem you know <laughs> okay mm-hmm. a balloon hello it's not it's not gunfire and but the- the reality is for you that's is you're still it's there's a very strong connection because of the trauma mm-hmm. you have been yeah, you've been upended, downrange, and it just doesn't go away. So, uh, yeah, our Lord, you know, even in our texts that we're reading, um, he he reached out where the need was, and I'm just so glad for the biblical approach to PTSD. You know, yeah. I was texting someone this morning and saying, "What a what a um, what an effective thing." when you put the Bible into the mix and someone gets like, like Zach is talking, you know, Jesus Christ came. And because of Jesus, he can say, I'm doing better now. So yeah.
1: Yeah. Mind blowing. And Zach not getting too personal here, but we purposely uh, you know, cut down on the number of uh, uh, verses we were going to look at today. And, and uh, because we wanted to hear a lot from you and, so you talked about one of your triggers being loud noises. Uh, do you mind sharing some more triggers with us? We're gonna just bleed you for information to help the brethren who are listening.
3: Yeah, that's fine. Um, one thing I do when I drive, um, if there's something on the side of the road that I know is not supposed to be there, it kind of freaks me out when I drive by it.
1: Mm. So yeah, so p- yeah, I think IED
3: bombs, yeah. yeah, they would put bombs in trash piles or or whatever. So that really freaks me out. Um, and another one is uh, watching war movies. I love them. Like, there's that new one, The Covenant, where the, the Army Special Forces guy goes back to save his interpreter. Wow. I want to watch it, but I know it's going to...
1: Now, what what movie is that, Zach? I don't know about that.
3: Uh, it's a brand... It's called The Covenant. Okay. And I think it's... I can't remember who plays in it, but uh, he was a special forces soldier, I believe, or a ranger, and he goes back to save his interpreter after the fall. uh, Man, i got to watch that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I want to, but I know it's going to... Yeah, you can't. Yeah. You know, yeah.
1: folks, if, if you know somebody's going to hit you in the head with a hammer, you don't go in the house. Mm-hmm. Right. And, yeah. and, and the thing is, I, I'll tell you, Zach's a very humble man. He's been very honest with us. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, folks, there's things you love in your life that you just have to walk away from because they trigger these mm. memories. They send you back to a place, and and uh, they take you to a bad place, and these memories, I mean, they can almost take over. So, Zach, I know we're spending a lot of time on you because we only got you for a couple broadcasts. But uh, So you're married to the wonderful Katie. I don't know how she deals with you, but a great lady. I don't so either. So what in the world um, – did she point things out to you? I mean, how in the world does this happen? You come home, and and you're a different troop. I mean, what was that like for you guys?
3: She, she really didn't point things out. Uh, I, don't, I don't. It was weird. I guess we didn't acknowledge it, really. Um, I do know that from that very first redeployment uh, for ten years, she prayed that I I would be the. Uh, Spiritual leader of the house, and for ten years I didn't know that. Um, but then once we, I got out in 2014, and came back, and I got involved in the church, and that's when things really, I started getting involved in the church. We took over the bus ministry and stuff like that. But it really wasn't, and I don't know if you'll have her on or whatever. It what really wasn't until the PTSD meeting at Camp Joy where she realized, like that first redeployment, why I did the things that I did yeah um, like I would in in Afghanistan you don't have very much room so you store things underneath the bed mm. and so when I got home I would I don't know store my stuff underneath the bed. it's just those corks and and she didn't really understand that until while well, we joined wounded spirits in that first camp
1: mm. wow and 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 folks so the army, the army messes you up in the best case scenarios. Uh, mm-hmm. There's there's things, there's idiosyncrasies, there's tough things, and all that. But then you go, as Zach did, over to Afghanistan, and, and and I believe Zach, you were field artillery, is that right?
3: Yeah, I was a forward observer, so I was with the infantry. I was with the infantry company in my first deployment.
1: Yeah, so folks, you can imagine. You know, you're you're telling people where to shoot. You're telling people where to drop those. Uh, Uh, Those, you know, those things to send those charges up there to, and uh, that's a pretty hard job. And, you know, you don't think about that, but there's there's jobs we do that that are really hard. Well, add to that the factor of I can be killed. Add to that the factor of I'm telling somebody who to bomb. And uh, Mm -hmm. you get a pretty good idea of what uh, Zach's going through. So, Zach, here's what I want to do. And we're going to let Kevin close this out in a minute, but I want you to come back, not tomorrow's. I want you when you're in Greenville, South Carolina, I want you and Katie to come over the house and we're going to have an old fashioned podcast time or broadcast time. Sounds good. Right here in the house so that we got some good audio going on. Mm-hmm. And Kevin, how do you close this out? We got about a minute left, brother.
2: Mm. Boy, you know, we're getting into triggers there and triggers are the, you know, things that you, you do have to, um, you do have to avoid, and then you, you. all of us would do well to, to take a step back like Jesus. Jesus did not come to the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. That means wherever he went, he first of all gave people the benefit, as it were, the benefit of the doubt, that they're going through something. How do we know that? Because he came to set the captive free. He looked at people, first of all, for, as someone that had been through something and that needs loosed from it so that they could then be saved. And I think that what Katie went through with just seeing his um, him from a different perspective is life-changing, a game-changing. I'm sure it changed Katie's life. And just ramped everything up.
1: Yeah, and and you know the hard thing is, too, whenever you come back from being on a deployment or being gone a long time, it doesn't matter where you are, you go through a very short or, you know, maybe a little bit longer of a honeymoon period. You know, dad's home, hubby's home, uh, you know, everything. That's
3: funny because we just got married two months before I went to Afghanistan.
1: Five seconds, Zach. We hate to do this to you. Listen, folks, we'll talk more about this tomorrow. Make sure you come on out. We sure do love you, folks. May God bless you.
0: Thank you for listening to our broadcast. At Help for Wounded Spirits, we believe the Bible and place great importance on you having a personal relationship with your Lord and Savior. The Bible delivers a clear and simple message of salvation, outlining how you can begin your personal relationship with Now, first, recognize that you are a sinner as all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, understand that there is a cost to our sin as the wages of sin is death. Third, realize that Jesus alone paid that price. To receive salvation, simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart that He alone can save you. And He will. If we can help you with your salvation or to direct you to a local church, please do not hesitate to contact us. For additional helpful resources, including our new TV series, more information, or to donate and support this crucial ministry, please visit us at woundedspirits.com. May God bless you.